Welcome to Checkmates Go, Season 2, Episode 31. Continuing my conversation with Tim Otis from Checkpoint's Incident Response Team, and we, we get into meme warfare, and we start talking about, well, what, what's being seen by the Incident Response Team, of course, and we, then we get into talking about um, how certain vulnerabilities get uh, a logo and a theme song, as it were. And we'd certainly love to hear your feedback. Uh, send, send us an email at checkmates at checkpoint.com. You can also leave us a rating and review and share and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. But anyway, here's the conversation with Tim. The, the big social media companies have put together algorithms that do image searching to find hate speech and other things that they would they would actually censor, but but that that are in images, right? Like the equivalent of OCR, right? But and then grep the results for hate speech kind of now. And th- those algorithms have, have apparently gotten very, very good when meme when memes with hate speech or memes by extremist sides of the equation right are are posted uh the the social media algorithms are are able to instantly identify and and flag them for takedown or you know to 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 be taken offline what some actors on 8kun 8kun have been talking about is meme warfare and meme camouflage specifically where if i have for you know you know how opacity works with like gimp or whatever you like to use to edit your images photoshop is probably the most popular obviously but uh if i put an a picture of a cat up there and then with five percent or three percent opacity put another image on top of it it can distort it a little bit but it can still make it so that i can see the main image right so meme camouflage is something like that you're distorting the picture a little bit by overlaying things or putting things in the corners or using fonts that aren't easily ocrable and those kind of things is is basically what meme camouflage is and the idea is that with with the camouflage you can post memes that will bypass the algorithms that flag it for hate speech or to be taken down and the the one you know specific things threat actors are trying to plan and strategize an information influx on election night to say that a candidate wins and using using memes um the, the the whole thing about memes and messaging to rewind the whole picture though has been there, a lot of hate groups have grown out of meme jokes if you will uh you know un- unfortunately a lot of r- jokes that were you know not cool frankly i'll I'll say you know that were um untaste untasteful but but jokes and people have always been able to write that off as oh i was only joking it's a meme what do you want me to do right like kind of thing but it has sown seeds in young minds and has caused a whole kind of uprising around this so you know I never thought, you know, six years ago, 10 years ago, we would say like memes are somewhat responsible for spinning up hate groups, but it's starting to look like that's definitely the case. Memes are their message 
way and kind of how we were, you know, when we talked about disinformation earlier, it was it, people, some people don't take the time to read full articles and that leads to disinformation. And the, the appetite for that in America has led to, if you can put it in an image with three words on the top and three words on the bottom, boom, that's your message. And that's how people are reading things and 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 and, and the, the 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 pinpoint accuracy of driving that spike into somebody's brain of that messaging is really well done with memes yeah that's you know they, they say a picture is worth a thousand words right and so um, right you add and you add a few words to a picture and it's uh, you know it can it, it, there's a force multiplier effect there i think and i don't know if we go if we go back to I don't know, say the early days of the internet, right? And by early days, I'm, I, I mean early days in the commercial sense because the internet's been around longer than you and I have been alive, I think. But but it really is. Uh, um, but uh, as far as the internet goes, that that you know, most people have became aware of it. I'd say in the mid '90s, um, mm-hmm. you know, when when uh, web browsers were a thing and everything. You remember the you know some of the early uh, some of the early memes that were that were based on you know that required like flash animations. That, you know, the one that mm-hmm. comes to mind is the all your base are belonged to us which is from uh you know i guess from Z- zero wing or whatever game that was um and it's just yeah. this idea right that it, that it's uh you know that, that uh and, and and that was one way to propagate memes and so it you know it were you know and the tool and the tools that were you know like photoshop or whatever they weren't available to everybody and and so the propensity to generate these kinds of memes is um, it was was very limited because only you had to have a certain skill set in order to be able to do it. Not to mention the creativity, which you know, finding those two things is, uh, um, you know, in the early days was somewhat of a challenge. Now you know everybody's got smartphones. There's applications that actually make it very easy to take a picture and um, and memify it. Right? I mean, there's you know there's right. you know, there's websites that do it. So there's there's lots of um, it's insanely easy to create a meme. Um, now to create a quality meme still takes creativity or whatever, but it's a, mm-hmm. but yeah, the, but yeah, now you've got, um, y- yeah, you've also got social media platforms, um, potentially, uh, yeah, removing these. And, you know, that's a whole separate question is whether social media platforms should be doing that or not. But, and, and it's very easy to propagate, right? Cause, cause pretty much every social media platform, whether it's uh, one of the mainstream ones or not, um, you can share a picture very easily. You can share, you know, maybe even a, a short movie very easily. And it's, it's so the, all the democratization of, of creation of tools, right, is has made it possible to um, to propagate all kinds of messages. And, and you know, I mean, we're sitting here, you know, um, I don't know, three thousand miles away from each other, and, re, and you know, and record. You were recording in a web browser, and who would have thought, you know, I don't know when when I first started uh, using computers, uh, you know, whoever thought that would have been possible, right? But you know, so it's the, the tools that are now available to to anybody that that has even an inkling to use them. I think it's a uh, it it makes it very uh, you know that that I think that's I think that's great for democracy, right? As a, as a concept, is being people getting their voices out. But you know, again, we get we come back to the to the misinformation, right? It's like how do we know what's being propagated is is actually you know is factually correct? Is you know what happened? And you know and and, and yeah, then and then you know when something goes viral, right? It's it, it is that you know, and, I, and I've been you know, and I'll admit I've been caught up in a couple things too. And it's just, it is these, there's the dopamine hit of, of sharing something and having getting, uh, you know, having getting, uh, reshared by your, by your, uh, you know, by, by people in your network and that kind of thing. So I think, I think you add memes and you take some of the, you know, the, the, um, 
some of the elements of social media just in general, right? And the, the way that those systems are uh, are created, I think that's a pretty toxic cocktail right there. It is, and it can the the picture part of it can also uh, sand down, if you will, the abrasiveness of a topic that's hor- horrific, right? Like a funny picture with a few words that kind of hints at something can gloss over the horrific atrocities of the real underlying issue and make people laugh about it and stuff like that. And it's, it, talk, your, 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 your words are very poignant, I think, toxic cocktail. Yeah, and, and I, I'll, I'll say it can go the other way too, right? So, so the, it, it oversimplifies things. So you, you, know, you, you, you hear um, terms thrown around about different people and you know, they're, they're comparing them to certain uh, historical figures. And, and I think that's, uh, you know, again, I think that, that um, it goes both ways, right? So you can, so you can certainly um, make something more palatable, but you can also make it a lot more objectionable too, going, you know, kind of going the other way. And so it's, um, it, it simplifies the message to the point of where it's, you know, where, where there may be some parallels, right? You can, you can, you can take a historical figure and a current political figure and you can make all, you can make all kinds of comparisons, but, um, but are, are they really the same? No, they're not necessarily. Right. I think it's, I think it's important to, uh, uh, so, and so those were, you know, so those ideas, um, uh, whether they are visual or, or, uh, or not, I think that, I think that, uh, that allows those things to propagate cause it, cause it's something that people can kind of get their mind around. And I think that you, you it's something you have to be, um, something it's i think it's dangerous right and again you you add in all of the the uh you know the 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 ease of the social media platforms and the fact that they're that they're kind of designed to get you to continually engage right that they have it that's that's part of their business model and so i think that's very dangerous and so you know i'm 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 making a point of spending more time on platforms where uh, there aren't any algos to necessarily, um, uh, you know, to to shape your opinion. And you may think that the algos are doing a good thing or not, right? It, it, to me, that's not the point, right? I I, I feel like I, I want to, you know, for myself anyway, I want to have agency over the information and, and the content that I see. Um, I, I don't want to have things you know, skewed one way or the other. I want I want to see the big picture so I can make a decision. And that, you know, that's to me one of the you know one of the more dangerous elements of uh, having things algorithmically taken out or, or brought in is that yeah I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a view of the world that may not be what it is yes without a doubt the algorithms are are, are, are closing our view I think from the whole giant picture without a doubt yeah and, and that's something we have to we yeah I, th- I think we all as consumers have to be uh, be conscious of is really just this whole, um, yeah, that, that, yeah, that this is happening. Right. And, and, and we can, we can argue whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Right. I think, and, but I think, you know, to me, I'm, I, I'm more trusting of what humans do as far as, uh, you know, the human's ability to sort through it and come up with a, uh, you know, to, to be able to, to, and yeah, I think there's, yeah, there's also the information overload too. I think this is, you know, part of the, uh, I think part of the challenge we all have in the current environment is that we are, um, because the, our normal ways of connecting with each other are, are, are limited in various degrees because of, uh, because of the current circumstances, uh, you know, and, and trying to limit the spread of COVID-19 and that kind of thing. I think it's so, so 
the one of the few ways that we still have is these is these platforms and and yeah and i think it's a you know so we're we're spending more time I, I, there's a there's a phrase i saw on a podcast uh, called doom scrolling and i think it's a that's a that's yes. a um, that is exactly what it is it's it's just it, we're you know so uh you're scrolling on your on your social media platform and and it's and you know there's a reason i go out for a run you know a couple times a day because it's a uh, um because yeah because you need to get away from the from from it and and it's uh and yeah i think you know you turn on the television you turn on you know that it's like it's like everywhere right that that all of the that you yeah, it's just it, it, if you want a continuous stream of bad information, uh, you know, or, or, you know, negative information, it's not hard to find um, finding. You know, so, so, you know, I prefer to focus on more positive things, at least, you know, from my point of view anyway. This, this, the sad part is that the social media companies want us up at 3 a.m. doom scrolling. That's their business model. And I I'd kind of like you said a little bit ago, right, like uh, getting the entire picture is becoming harder and harder and more and more impossible um but yeah their 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 algorithms want us doom scrolling at 3 a.m yeah and and i don't think and and so that's a that's a whole separate discussion i didn't mean to get into that but since we are talking (laughs) we are talking about meme uh warfare this is i think that that factors into the to the to what this is right as far as big time it's uh yeah it's these platforms almost encourage it um, and I think that's a, I think that's an issue and, 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 and we all need to be aware of it as a, it's a, it's a, um, it's, it's another form of disinformation that's out there. Uh, you know, again, I think, it, I think it can serve, um, there's, I think there's fun elements to it, but there's also nefarious elements to it. I think we have to, we all have to be kind of careful about it. It's, it's, you know, it's, it, it, it memes are a tool like anything else, right? They can, in the, in the right hands, they can be, you know, they can be a force for good in the wrong hands. They can be a source of evil. And I think that's true with many of the tools that we have. And just, you know, to the, just to that point and to that point of like, uh, your, 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 your quote, a picture worth a thousand words is so important. Like I have instantly seen things that send me, make me irate, right? Like memes that I'm like, oh my goodness, that is not true. Or, and I want to like fling the meme across the room or, or whatever. And then just to your point, like in the, in the right hands, the messaging can be very effective. Uh, I've seen memes regarding, uh, information security patches, for example, like people need to apply them now, put in the right context. It's a very effective message and like gets that message out there very quickly. Uh, but you know, uh, is the sky blue or the sky red and a meme that, 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 that talks about like that and, and puts it up like, so it's very effective to communicate the messaging uh, in the wrong hands or in the right hands. Or even better. So actually, this made me think of something that we, we, we um, you'll notice that certain um, vulnerabilities or exploits, they get they get a uh, they get a website and a theme song or, or a logo and a theme song. Right. Yes. Uh, so that's another of these ideas. Right. And so you start looking at different so to, to bring it back to our normal to our more normal conversation uh, is yeah i think memes are you know again they're they're used they're, they're used in cybersecurity as well right to 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 convince people that maybe they should uh um they should apply a patch or something's maybe more dangerous than it is or whatever if, if you know um and that's a it, it 
and not to say that we shouldn't try and fix all the problems, but uh, like, there's always this issue of prioritization as to what you know, of the you know you know a vulnerability scanner will identify you know 300 things that need to be fixed, and you might fix let's say 150 of them, and then two then tomorrow 200 things come you know more things come up, right? So it's so it seems like certain um, security vulnerabilities do have a much more of a marketing push behind them than others, and 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 you know and again it's and I think that's less nefarious in a sense because but uh, it is but yeah it's in in our industry it's something that is that is used it's it's you know so it's a tool it could be again it could be used i think for for good it could be used for um you know for for not good logo logo volns do get people's attention for good or bad um the the so some of them have been very serious right like uh shell shock for example uh you know almost every unix system in the world you know had this old bash vulnerability on it and everyone needed a patch right right away and i and i agree that's a very important um there is there have been other logo vulnerabilities that have been less dramatic or severe i guess and uh but they're getting hype in the same way and half part of most of me in that scenario is like why this one is getting a logo and the one that Microsoft published last month didn't, and it was way more severe. And that's more of a marketing tool than, than not. But at, in, in, in the event of a, a shell shock, it worked. So yeah, it goes both ways. I think, I think we have to, just because we can do something doesn't mean we necessarily should. I think we need to be very, um, we need to perhaps be a little bit more judicious about what things get a logo and a theme song and, and which ones don't. Yes. Yes. Thanks for listening to checkmates go subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Give us a rating and review and share with your colleagues on social media. Thanks for listening.